Shut up, it's Dan and Seb time. Just talking with Dan and Seb. I'm Dan. And I'm Seb. And today we're joined by... No one. Mark McGowan. Come in, buddy. My buddy, come in, Mark. That was a joke, by the way. He's not here. He's not here. Uh, but well done to Mark McGowan for winning the Labor... Yeah. Premier... The WA State re-election. election. No surprise there. No surprise. Um, what was surprising is the Liberals... They got... Oh, it, the landslide is actually insane it's it's they Labor went from they went from 13 seats to, to, to uh, two but two. it's a predicted three but labor is going to have 52 seats uh and you need 30 to win so they've got way over the majority like wa is just red 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 wa it's so well done to our labor kings we thought this was going to happen yeah did. oh oh um you got to talk about that the photo of mark McGowan, the big poster that was on sky Beach road Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, if you want to put it up on the I screen... Might, I might chuck post. it up on the screen. So, if you're not... If you only listen to it, then... Too bad. Then, um, then stop lis- stop listening now. Go onto the YouTube channel and go back to where you were. Like, um, the time code. They've actually replaced it. So, um, there was a billboard uh, I saw I, every day on the way to oh, school. Oh, actually, sorry. Before we do this, we just have to acknowledge... We only have one camera this week. It's my bad. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, so there's only one this week, but you know, I hope we've had the survives. most. We've had the most hectic week this it's week. It's been a very busy week. We'll get into that in a sec. It hasn't it's been uh, just exhausting? It's been a very exhausting week. It hasn't ended yet. Uh, it hasn't ended at all. Anyway, anyway, don't uh, mind me. I'm just going to eat my pie. It's my breakfast. This is a really early recording of an episode. Ooh. It's only like it's it's barely but nine o'clock. So that might be why the lighting is kind of semi bad. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of things going on this week. Keep going, Mark McGowan poster. So there was this big, um, this big billboard on the way to school that I mm. see every morning, and it said, um, "Like keep WA strong by voting Labor or something." Hold on, I'll get it up and read it because it was um, someone had graffitied all over it, and, and it was, was really funny. You showed me the photo. It was it was very. Um, how do I put this? Contradictory. Yeah, it, it sh- clearly shows. Uh, Mark McGowan and Labor will uh, keep WA strong. Um, so it said that and had a photo of Mark McGowan, and then um, someone graffitied over it. Mark McGowan and Labor will keep wanting more power, and then it had a little dash and it said "lockdown lies." Yeah. So some <coughs> and it's got stingy dude. Someone the photo will be sort of just uh, here probably. Yeah, and um, they. They also graffitied a Hitler moustache onto him, and then next to him, the communist, the the so like the Soviet hammer and sickle, which is a bit, you know, silly. It clearly shows that the um, the intellectual person that did this really knows their stuff. You know, I mean, I can see like both the Soviets and um, the Nazis were both try and rationalize. No, 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 no. But they were both authoritarian. Yeah, but on the left-right scale, they were very against each other. But I guess they were both authoritarian, and that's what they're talking about—more power. No, I don't. I don't. I think they're just stupid. I think they are. It's I think I don't. I just don't, think, don't they should have. They should have just committed to like either one of the symbols. Mm-hmm. But they had to put both, and it just made them look like idiots. This pie is really good. But then they then they replaced this the big billboard with a billboard that said like, um, "Don't let Zach Kirkups and experienced liberals." Run the country, and then, and then, su- like someone graffitied over that one again. Oh, really? Yeah, and they they um, crossed out the I N in inexperienced. 
make it say experience. What a genius. What a genius. What a cool guy. Um, What else? Oh, speaking that, of- That was Zach Kirk. That was, that he, was he Zach got the Kirk spray paint. He went there and- um, Speaking of Zach Kirkup, he lost his seat. So I guess he's no longer leader of the WA Liberals. Oh, you think? Yeah. Um, what what else What else has been happening this week? We've got to talk about our puppets. Oh, we do have to talk about it. I want to talk about last week's episode because I just want to say um, welcome to all the newcomers because um, there are a few of you now. Last week's episode. Because um, Zane quite generously helped promote. Zane did a lot of promoting and we, you know, shout out to Zane. Maybe he'll be listening to this. Um, he, he did, yeah, he gave us a big help with uh, he is promoting a his episode. Thank you, Zane. So, you know, we almost 500 views are out, which is a lot uh, for us at this point. So thank you to everyone that watched that episode. Hopefully some of you are sticking around. Hopefully it can only grow. We've got some big names coming up, we swear. We keep saying that, but we do swear. Well, we've, we've been very busy recently with a musical. Mm. Uh, we were actually recording this at 8.30am. No, it's not. It's a bit later than that. Oh, is it nine now? Yeah, I'm going to be late for rehearsals, so... Shout out to George Sacaseris. Shout out to George Sacaseris. Apologies for being late to rehearsals. Um, what else has been had? The big oh, boss man, that pie looks really good. You want to bottom my pie? Yeah. You can have a cheeky bottom my pie. <laughs> I mean, I did let you have some of my salmon. Hey, you got to eat it out of my hand. Go. Nice, nice. Um, mm. it's good pie. That's so good. Yeah. Now, what else? Uh, Meghan Markle and Harry Windsor's interview. Obviously, y'all know who they are, and if you don't, I fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I guess you're just not paying. Oh, I just got that's gross. I just got. Oh, grim. Um, yeah. If you don't know who they are, that's it's kind of interesting. I don't know what. You so think. what happened was for all those silly buggers who don't know what the hell happened. Explain it. Explain what happened. So ever since the dawn of the marriage, Meghan Markle has felt very Merkel Markle. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle mm. has felt very not at home within the royal family. And she claims to have been treated very poorly, which, you know, I'm not very surpri- surprised because you know it always. But this is what there's, there's is always going to be some American, um, of course, and th- and then that it also gets put down to the fact that she's black. So then that's what the media portrays as, and undoubtedly, the royal family is probably very racist. When I say very racist, I mean they're a family that has a history of incest and purity and. It's weird. You know, so of course they're going to... I mean, this is like... Oh, hang on. I'm going to play a, just a little tiny section. You don't need to see it. It's just the audio of the um of the Oprah interview. And and you, you'll understand what I'm saying. It's just like, well, no shit that they're, they're freaking racist. And... Um, Megan was saying that, like, the Queen actually was quite nice. Quite nice, nice but... But, it, but um, the... It was... Who's, who's her son again? Charles? Charles, yeah. Prince Charles. Was it's just, bit, you know, the like royal family's having been having a bad rap, you know, between uh, Prince Andrew and um, Harvey Weinstein, that interview, mm. which was 2019, shit show, and now this stuff, shit show. I, <laughs> look, I reckon after the Queen dies, this, they're probably going to abolish the monarchy. I don't think they'll... Ab- <sighs> yeah, I think they will. Because the, the, the Queen... Uh, there's still... The whole aspect of... Um, Monarchy is like, you know, people like the Queen because she's been there since the 50s. That's No, since... The 50s. Bro, I watched The Crown. I should know this, bro. Since the 50s. Yeah, th- yeah. anyway. Um, hang on, let me just play this little clip from the interview. Because I think it's funny. It's just like, well, obviously... So I feel like once there's a new monarch, 
all the well, once it's Charles for like five prestige. minutes and then he'll die again because he's like yeah, seventy. Yeah, but I still I, I feel like all the prestige will slowly like die out. Well, I mean, like why? I mean, when you rationally think about it, why do you want just some some state head there? For well. Well, it, it used to have it used to have meaning. It, it used to be they used to rule the country. But the thing is, is I know it's just symbolic now. Like, why do you need it? If the, the well, because there's still plenty of people that love. Like my my granny is English, and she loves the royal family. Big royalist, big royalist, loves the queen, mm. right? Loves the royal family. She was so upset about the interview, you know. Mm. So it, it's there's still plenty of people that just love the royal family. Who knows why? But it's people do anyway. Let me just play. Well, I feel like they love the Queen, but I'm not sure if it's going to go past any Trickle down. Well, what's going to happen inevitably in the next year... And especially after this racism claims. Well, it's not no, looking good for Charles. Anyway, just listen, <laughs> listen to this. Concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And it's just like... No one can deliver a what like Oprah Winfrey. I know, it's just funny. because it's What? I, I love... It's the pause. It's like... Concerns uh, about uh, the color of his skin, and then it's like, what? What did you say? What? It's like I just think it's kind of like, obviously, you know, it's on TV. They're doing it for shock value. It's like, bro, because everyone loves. As as I saw a headline, the Queen versus the Queen of Television. So it's kind of like you know, uh, but I do think that the idea that wait, you reckon the royal family is a little bit racist is kind of. Is what? It's kind of like... What did you say? I think it's just not really a revelation. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good on Meghan and Harry for moving to... Yeah. And the other thing you is, are, Harry, Harry's, Harry's not even royal. Because his dad is not Prince Charles, bro. Is that proven or is that just well, a rumor? Well, of course it's not biologically proven. But like the whole thing about being uh, a redhead mm. is biological. You have to have someone, no one in the royal family other than Harry is, is a redhead, but Princess Diana's horse trainer, uh, let me just find his name real quick. Ooh, the horse trainer. Yeah, you know, and the thing is with Meghan Markle, it, it was the same deal with Diana. Like they sort of eventually, they st I mean, they liked her at the start because the whole thing, right, with the reason that Diana married Charles is because Charles wasn't allowed to marry uh, Camilla. Camilla because she was... Oh, I can't. She was involved with this other, with whatever Parker Bowles, because that's not her maiden name. Mm. And they weren't allowed to get married, and they always, Charles always wanted to, but the royal family said no. There was some stuff I can't really remember. Um, anyway, so then he met Diana and sort of liked her, and and the royal family was like, "She's great, she's great. Let's do it, let's do it." So then, but they did didn't go anywhere. It, it just didn't. Um, what's his name? What's his name? James Hewitt. Who is James Hewitt? Oh, apparently, James Hewitt has responded to rumours that he's Prince Harry's dad. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stepped down as senior members of the royal family. Oh, this is an old article. Blah, 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 blah. <coughs> Although they cut ties with the royal family to protect their privacy, the couple have been at the centre of a number of headlines. No, no, no. Okay, we just won. Yeah. Princess Diana and James Hewitt famously had an affair in the 90s, and ever since it was public, uh, many people have suggested that James is Prince Harry's real father. Although Harry was born in 1984 and the affair was said to have taken place years later, it hasn't stopped the speculation. Um, anyway, there you go. Apparently, James is saying that he's definitely not uh, Harry's father, but the rumours will never... The rumours will never... Yeah, what? 
the rumors will never die. You know what? Um. Yeah. Anyway, I just think it's like, who cares? They're just a family. They're, yeah. They're a bit. You know. They're a bit. They're, they're a bit cool. Why is it our business? Whatever. Yeah. But you're probably shit? right. When the Queen dies, I think there'll, there'll be a change. I mean, when the Queen dies, I wonder if Australia will just become a republic. Uh, re- I can't. Bro, talk. Like, fuck. You know what I'm trying. Uh, I think there'd be more room for it to become a republic. I mean, that's what I was trying to say. There's always going to be some royal loyalists. <laughs> yeah, but. You know, WA probably doesn't care. I mean, they're all voting Labor. So. Fuck yeah. But you can still, that's a stupid thing to say. You could still definitely be a Labor supporter and be a royalist. Um, I think a lot are. Yeah. Especially the older ones. We should talk about our puppets. Okay. So, for drama, we were doing the. Uh, Resistible Rise of a Turo. Which is a play by Bertolt Brecht, which is about the rise of Hitler, but it's set in 1940s Chicago yeah. uh, with gangsters with different names, and it's about a cauliflower vegetable business. Business, but it's, it's so it's directly, obviously based on Hitler. Um, recent play, recent versions of it that have been done have have made links to, like, Trump. So, Arturo Ui has looked like Trump, but traditionally it's, it's Hitler. Um, anyway... anyway. Uh, we we part of our thing for drama was that we had to like do it in a Pres- you know, in a presentational, presentational in a non-realistic so we can just act out the scene like two dudes having a conversation. We had to put a twist on put it. Put a twist on it. So it, we were it sitting physical there. Physical or I don't know. So we had to do it on Friday, and we kept doing it normally. Normally, a week before, we were sitting there on it was last Friday, so not not the Friday that just passed. The one before that, we were sitting in drama class going. What do we do? What do we do? It's really not very presentational at all. We called our teacher over and we just discussed it with him. And I said, what if we do sock puppets? And Daniel piped up. I was up. like, no, 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 no. Let's make like Muppets. You know, like big, big, I might put a photo on the screen as well. I don't know. And I anyway. thought it would take too much time and it did, but we did it. It did, but we did it. Um, and the other thing we did was also uh, we made this like, because it was 40s gangsters in Chicago, uh, if you're familiar with the Smooth Criminal um, music video, that's like the theme. It's like 40s a 40s gangster. gangsters thing. Pinstripe so, suits, yeah. fedoras. So what we did is we had puppets in our whole scene. I'll explain how we use them in a sec. And then at the very end, it, it faded to black. And this video that we filmed was us doing... It took us a long. It took us quite a while to learn the dance. A few hours on Monday. A few hours on Monday to learn. It's only about a minute long, this clip. But it's us um, dancing, doing Smooth Criminal. And it was intercut with footage of like... Hitler. Hitler and Nazis and stuff. And it was... Because, like, the whole thing is satire. It's, um, we're, not, we're, not <laughs> we're, not, we're not Nazis. We're not Nazis. Um, but it's funny because we posted the video on our... We, I think we've talked about it for us and our, and our friends, Oscar and Benny T, who we had on... It was episode 35. Um, they we, we have an Instagram account together called Chadwick's and we just post funny videos that we make together. And we posted that one. But obviously there's people that don't go to our school. They're all friends. There's only about 50 followers on the account. But mm. um, there's people that don't go to our school and didn't know. And there's just this video of us dancing with like Nazi propaganda all over it. And they were like, guys, bruh, what, bruh. what are you doing? What he are you doing? texting us what is going on. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was pretty funny. So we, we put a disclaimer on the bottom of the video. Um, anyway, so the way we used the puppets was that one of the puppets... So I, I held his character and yeah. he held mine. One of the puppets was me. Whilst one of the puppets was while Seb. While dressed up as... Each other's puppets. And whenever Dan would talk, I would move mine and vice versa. And so we had... And I was like, I was talking... Like, Dan's 
was talking to me, but I was looking at the puppet doing this when he was talking. And so we had the set split up in two times. It was just a table and two chairs, but it was on both sides of the stage. So it's like was a mirror image kind of thing. Yeah. So like on the two chairs, I would sit in one chair, Seb would sit in the other, but on the other side of the stage. And Seb would hold the puppet in front of the chair I was sitting on the other side of the stage and I would vice versa. So it was, it I was reckon, like... I reckon the way we performed it wasn't that much unrealistic. It was more like the, 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 the design, desi- and design and... Yeah, our acting know. wasn't... But no one else's... It's not like they started doing weird talking or anything. It was just... It was more physical. Yeah, but I think what we did was cool and everyone liked it, so you know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 It, it, it has been a very busy week though, you know. It's just lot, lot lots going on and... He's just been hectic. Our friend Jada turned 17. She yeah, was on the podcast. Jada was on the podcast. I don't know what she episode it was fun, last season. She had a fun little shindig two nights ago. Yeah, that was really good fun. And we also, uh, that same night, we went to see a play called The Cherry Orchard, which is a Chekhov play from... Um, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We do have to talk about this. Thanks for bringing it up. I forgot. The, from the early 20th century. Which a Russian, Seb's mum is in. Play. And... Um, my the Black Swan State Theatre Company. Are you are you trying to dodge the fact that your mum was in it? No, I'm not, I'm dodging that. Are you getting there? Yeah, okay. we're just explaining it for all our listeners and uh-huh, our viewers. Uh-huh. Um, it's about uh this like this estate mm. that um some people want to like auction off or build like apartments on, and then it's all about it's a cherry orchard, obviously. Yeah. The it's a it's a big estate with a big cherry orchard there. But like the cherry orchard, I'm pretty sure the whole thing was a cherry or- orchard hasn't been. You know, maybe we should just get your mum to come and explain it. Let's yeah, just in a tick, in a tick. Okay, okay. Um, but they adapted the state theatre company and with the help of some people over east, adapted the cherry orchard play to be set in 1980s Manjimup. Down south of WA, which was great, and which I is, which is known for having cherry orchards. Mm. Um, I thought it was great. I honestly, I genuinely, and I'm not just saying that because your mum was in it. I honestly loved the show, and I thought yeah. it was done really good. There was there were some there were some things I I wasn't too sure about, which was like the additions to the script and um stuff but like that. You, oh, okay. I felt like there was uh, some little details. There were some little additions Seb definitely didn't like. No, no, not just that scene, but like also other things. Okay, like um. Like there were some weird backstories that they tried to expand upon very briefly, but because it's not in the original text, they didn't really go back to it. Oh, okay. And I thought that was a bit weird. Well, I just loved. So it was four acts, and they were all kind of very. And, al- and also because because they did ch- change the context of it, it was very. The Russian names were a bit. No, no, not the. Ru- I didn't have a problem with the Russian names. It was more the fact that like. I didn't know the relationships between some characters. Like yeah, there were some people who, who were just there. I had to get mum to explain it to me after because they mention it very briefly at the start, but they never really. Yeah, that's what I actually I didn't understand expand. the relation of your mum's character and Kieran. Is that, that's his name. Yeah, yeah, to the family at first, but they're just they're just kind of. So like I feel like your mum should come and explain this. Oi, mum, Michelle, do you want to come and explain the play? Yeah. Yeah. You get to you get to feature. I think I think first it's first time mum's been. I on. think it's better if you explain it. Come come sit here and I'll just. Oh well, this is my mum. Hi, hello Sebastian. You might want to get a bit closer to the mic. Hello Sebastian and Daniel. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Would you like to explain 
um, in brief words the the play you were in and explain your character. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the play is The Cherry Orchard by Anton Chekhov. It was re-adapted by... We, we, we talked about the adaptation. Oh, you've talked about the adaptation. So um, two local actor-writers adapted it to um, 1980s, 1989 really, Manjumup. So it actually uh, focuses on the political situation that was happening at the time and there was definitely things going on. It was the rise of communism in Russia, wasn't it? Well, the original, but this this adaptation talks about what was happening politically in the 80s in Australia. And mm. um, and there was lots of sort of marches for the Indigenous rights at that time. And mm. at the same time, it was um, uh, the, I think it was the Australia Cup. There was lots of sort of things. Oh, the Bicentennial, sorry, mm. was coming up and all of that sort of stuff. And um, so it was sort of about that difference between the very, very rich um, and how they portrayed the fact that they, you know, they weren't, you know, by any way racist, but what they didn't understand was their white privilege and how that affects the Indigenous community. Yeah. So that was sort Uh, of the the premise of what was going on in that scene. And uh, down by the river, sometimes in that act there's party boats happening at the same time. Uh-huh. And that's quite pertinent because we have to deal with the, the elements that are happening in the area. Oh, so yeah. is there, are you, like, is part of it... Sorry, I'm just standing in the back because here now, guys, the, the with set, the third mic. The set was, for the people who haven't seen it, um, it was divided into four parts the entire play and it, each part was in a different location. Correct. So the first act uh, is in a great hall which represents the dilapidated house that Renovskaya has come back to, um, that she's attached to, but it's sort of falling around, falling a, you know, apart around her, but she's attached to the memory Renovskaya is the main character. Renovskaya is the main character. And um, then we move out to down by the river for the barbecue. And when we're at the river, of course, we've got to deal with the elements. So there's sometimes wind, rain, um, uh, and things happening on the river. There's birds chirping. Is, is part of it like ad-libbing and do you have to We have to, yes, we have to, to ad-lib uh, at the very beginning of Act 2. Oh, yeah, cause because I saw we, that. Yeah, that was yeah because we were sort of waiting for um, other people to come down. And and would, down. would you like to explain to Dan the relationship of your character and Kieran's character mm. to Ren of Sky? Okay, in the original um, version of the play... Charlotta, which is a character I play, is the governess of Anya, the biological daughter of Ranaskaya. And Yasha is the servant. So he's a servant in the house. Right. In this adaptation, young girls don't have governesses. No. So we had to come up with another idea of why Charlotta is in the piece. And she had to be in the piece because she's in the original. Yeah. Um, and Yasha. So Yasha can still be a servant as such, but what we decided was that Ranovskaya has brought back an entourage of a couple of extra people. Right. So in the um, the world that she was living in, there was lots of parties, there was the rock scene, there was all of that sort of stuff, opulence in that world that she was... Um, so it's just some partying. random girl that... 
So what happened? Befriended the main girl. Yeah. So Charlotta is sort of she's sort of um, she's an outcast. She's been attached to the circus world, to the um, music world of that era, and she's connected with Run of Sky in Melbourne, and they've had a relationship. Mm. Okay, and then she's brought her with her as like a little party thing. Yeah. To come with her. And Yasha has come as well. So what Charlotta represents is someone who doesn't have a family to pin herself down to because she was um, basically orphaned as a child. Her parents died and she got she got taken in by a German woman and then she's sort of off, you know, probably at 15, mm. you know, doing her own thing. But she's always searching for somewhere to put her stamp and what she feels is Run of Sky represents, because she's all very loving and welcoming and all of that sort of stuff, she represents someone she can sort of put a stamp with. So when she goes to the cherry orchard, she thinks she's staying. Ah, uh, okay. And she still has that physical connection to Run of Sky. But when everything falls apart, she doesn't... Run of Sky decides, you know, she's not taking them with her. She's just going off... Doing yeah, 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 and I, I would have preferred a bit more expand because you have all this character backstory because you've been developing it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, but we only got like a little taste of your how your character feels. Yeah, see, that's exactly. that's what I thought was like. Like we we wouldn't have guessed a lot of the stuff that a you lot of just that. said. No, of course, and, and maybe that's the loss in the adaptation. Like if she was the because I felt like all the characters already knew. You and um, Yasha, Yasha. Yasha. Well, in the first act, they don't because we've just arrived. Yeah. But mm. once you go to the second, but they, act, they never really it's ask. A few weeks later. Yeah. yeah. So they've gotten to know. Yeah, but her. they never, they never really like at the start. They never really ask anything about you. You just kind of pop around. You know, but in the in the original adaptation, no, in the original um, Chekhov. Well, play, of course, they already the know who you are. But. She's she's a mystery anyway. Charlotte oh, is a mystery. Yeah. There's not she doesn't have very many lines. She carries a gun. You can't ah, have that in her current that. thing. So I carry a dog. A dog. <laughs> um and the dog does tricks. So yeah. so Yeah, she she's always been a mystery. She's mm. always she's always been a trickster. Well, I really liked your character. I oh, thought thank I you, thought Daniel. <laughs> she's always been a trickster. So that's part she does party tricks. Mm. And she's always been someone who doesn't fit in and is a loner. Yep. But she doesn't say very much. Yep. But there so is they can't sort of make yeah, a bigger I know, character. I know. But there is a fine line between being a mystery and you know, just not knowing why someone's there at all. You know, I think or part getting of the or problem only getting very, very like little little bits, bits of, of information. information. I think part of the problem which you I spoke to you earlier on today about was the fact that you struggle to hear in that hall. And if you struggle to that hear... Was, that's true. There was yeah. a little bit, yeah. There's, there's lots of audio issues in that because it's a big cavernous hall that sound bounces off. If you struggle to hear, you might have missed little bits of information that would have informed mm. stuff. Mm. And I think that's probably where things may have fallen down for you. And in Act 2, when you're talking to... I can't remember the character's name. The really tall guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, fears. No, 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 no. Um, oh, no, you are talking to Fear, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The one with Played the by George Shetzel. He's, he's great. Yeah. He's great. Um, you, and you drop your accent for a bit. Mm. Is that because she, is she just putting it on because it's just like part of her? So what we decided was that um, the German accent is a, um, like a mask. It's her act. Okay. In, in the original, is she German? Yes. And that stays like that in the original? Yes. Yeah, and that but would make more sense because so it makes more sense if she's European and German. And That's yeah. right, yeah. So we decided – well, I decided to keep 
the German accent, but when she gets emotion, it's her it's her armor, mm. it's her act. She has this big act. Yeah. Um. So when she gets emotional, she drops the accent. Right. And that's when she let it drop, and George, as in fears, sees that, and it's a secret between them two. But what it does, hopefully, for the audience is see Charlotta in a different way mm, well, that's what I thought. going forward. Mm. So they then understand that this is someone who's having to put on a mask in order to protect herself from something. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. It does. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm still still yeah, he's still processing. <laughs> I mean, I thought the show was great. Like, I, I genuinely no, I enjoyed all of it. Likewise, I had a yeah. good time. Sorry, that was the, the camera's half an hour record limit. Um. Yeah, I genuinely enjoyed the show and I thought, and I loved the moving around and doing that because it felt very immersive. It's more it. like an experience. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Also, because of the length of it as well. Mm. Just kind of encapsulated. It, how, is it in this world? runs? It's like two and a half, almost three hours. Well, each act is only about half an hour. Yeah. So, 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 so the performance time is about two hours. Mm-hmm. There's four acts, but then you've got the moving time and a half hour interval for people mm. to have something. So, what's to the eat. actual duration of the show in the the original in the play's time? Not as was in it longer or shorter? This is shorter, I think. Oh God. Oh. Uh, hmm. Not sure. Maybe around the same time. But, in but there's lots of dancing in this one. And lots of sort of longer pieces of music, which mm. makes it slightly longer. Like maybe didn't necessarily have to have mm. um, all that sort of dancing. And the dancing is um, sort of fairly free form. It's not choreographed necessarily. Oh, really? Mm. So there's not, there's not much? Well, within that, we know where we're supposed to be. In the, yeah. And of course you can dance like how you think your character her character would dance. That's right. We dance how a character would dance. And, you know, that... that Dance in Act Three has grown, particularly with Fears' character. He does some very comic, comic sort of stuff with the wine bottles and, mm. and pouring of champagne and stuff like that. So that's sort of grown along the way. Yeah. And um, yeah, there were little bits that were sort of uh, locked in for where we needed to be, but basically we're just sort mm. of freeforming, and that happens pretty much in the dance in Act One as well between Rani and yeah. um, her brother. And on that note, oh, yeah. on that note, thank you, Michelle. You're very welcome. It's thank been you a for pleasure having me. That's all right. That's all right. On. Would you like to introduce Just Drinking? Oh yeah, good idea. Introduce Just Drinking. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're going to have Just Drinking. Just Drinking. That was. Now do it. Now do it. Yeah, Just Drinking. Just, just Drinking with Dan and Seb. Yeah, 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 baby. Today we're joined by Mr. Basil Kiwi. Basil Mr. C Basil Drink. London Juice Company, baby. So Basil is, C Drink. This is a really interesting looking. It's, I mean, just honestly, like if you're not watching the podcast, I seriously go on the YouTube channel. Besides, so, like telling you what it is, it like there's not much other like. I know, but I just don't think it needs it. Like, but seriously, if you're not watching, go on the YouTube channel right now. Subscribe if you haven't already done that, and then. Uh, have a look at th- this drink is very interesting. It's like it's it's just ingredients: water, kiwi juice, basil seed, sugar, acid, ci- uh, citric, this thickening agent. Yeah, it looks quite Ooh. thick. Like it looks. I just crack it open. I reckon. All right. It's in a, it's in a glass bottle. Oh shit! Oh, smells a bit sour. What the hell? It's got a strong kiwi flavour. 
Why can't I boss me? Are you for real? You just wake. You just wake. Bro, uh, shut up. Uh, um, all right, let's. Wow. Oh, that is a very interesting Ooh. smell. That is a very scary. That is that is odd. Are there any artificial colors and flavors? Probably. Mm. We're just gonna quickly take our photo for the. All right. Um, give it a taste. Oh, I mean, it tastes like kiwi fruit blended up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Thanks, London Juice Company. Wow, you're really not that excited about it. That was really interesting. Nah. Hmm. Whatever. It's kind of a whatever drink. It gives off the vibes of aloe vera. No, are you kidding? I really like it. Sit more. Sit more. It's all artificial colour. Sit flavor. more, boss man. Sit more. I like it. Yeah, it's right. God, you're so unmotivated about this. It's crazy. No, it's just unmotivated. <laughs> it gives off um the textures like aloe vera mm. with those little bits in because it's got it's got like seeds from the kiwi fruit and they're a bit like slimy. So it probably doesn't sound nice when I'm talking about the the drink. But it's like if if you like aloe vera drink, it's like that. Yeah, kind of. I like it. Are you kidding? I think it's really good. Mm. Where did you find this? IGA. I've just never, I've never, I cannot tell you when I've had a kiwi fruit drink, ever. In fact, like basically, mm. I can't think of anything that has kiwi fruit in it. It's definitely new. I just, I wouldn't buy this, like, just off my own accord. I guess, but that's a lot of the drinks we try. But it's interesting. Like, I, it's not bad. I'm giving mm. it an eight. An eight. Well, it's just good. Like, I probably won't drink it that much, but it doesn't. I don't feel. It's like uh, uh, what's an g- example of something that I'd rate highly but don't wouldn't drink much like like I wouldn't drink um, I don't know it's like energy drinks I kind of don't, I don't drink lots of them but I still like Red Bull and I like V yeah you know? yeah, yeah but I you know I'd rate them like an eight on the, on the taste scale okay but I don't drink them a lot I, there's other things I pick before an energy drink generally so I, I'm giving this an eight because it tastes really nice. It looks really cool, um, I think. And, yeah, but I just probably won't drink it that much. Also, I, I've never seen it before except for this one IGA I was at today. Giving it a six. Really? Yeah, man. It's kind of depressing. Yeah, it's kind of a whatever kind of drink. I can't believe you're saying that. You're finishing it, though. Mm. Yeah, you've, dr- you've actually drunk more than me. Hmm. <laughs> All right, just drinking. Oh, um, all right. Oh, what? So lots of seeds. Just yeah, drinking. Lots of seeds at the bottom. Just drinking. Uh, interesting thing. Interesting Ava- thing. Avatar's become the highest grossing film again. I already told... Uh, did I not say this already? No, you just told me earlier. You didn't tell me... Oh, did I not bring it up? No. Um, oh, well, um, I, I just told Seb before we started recording. I swear we already talked about it, but Avatar... We didn't. Um, ...has become the highest grossing film again in the world because uh, Disney slash... 20th Century Fox, but Disney owns 20th Century Fox now, uh, has had sort of done a re-release in Avatar in Avatar in China, so that I assume it just means it does the rounds in theaters and stuff. So for more money, <coughs> money. Look, at the end of the day, you can say that oh, I'm so annoyed. Endgame isn't uh, the top highest-grossing movie anymore, but it's all just Disney now. It's all it's all the same. 
um, companies making all the money. Oh, they make all the money. And but what's interesting? Oh, they make all the money. All the money. All, so, the, money. all the money ever. So Endgame was at two point seven nine billion, if I'm correct, and now and Avatar was legit two point seven eight, mm. and now it's two point eight. Avatar is at two point eight billion, but I it wouldn't yeah. shock me if if um soonish. Um, Disney's like, hey, we're just going to casually re-release uh, Infinity War and Endgame back to back, double feature. Double, f- that would be cool. That would be. I'd I'd go watch that at the theater, like an inf- the double feature, Infinity War, the Infinity feature. Oh. <laughs> that'd be cool to watch. That'd be an experience, you know. Pimp. But also, you know what else I was thinking? What else were you thinking? I was thinking about how I think part of the power of because. Infinity War is a better movie, but Endgame, like Infinity War was way more rewatchable, but Endgame was just way more like, holy shit. You know what I mean? When you watched it the yeah, first time. Yeah, we've already talked about this. Yeah, I know. So I think, I think part of it is because we all had to wait a year. Mm. It's, it's just that build up. It's just like, you know, it's, it's just that whole, that feeling of like the build up. So in some ways, actually, maybe a double feature of it would be like. It's not like, really a build up of a year. It's build up for the last like. Ten years. Yeah, I know, but just the wait between Infinity War and Endgame was pretty, was pretty big and juicy, you know. Mm. Big and juicy. Yeah. Do it. What? Make it harder, better, faster, stronger. Okay, harder, make it better, do it faster. I don't know why we started doing that. Um. Anyway, back to puppets. Back to puppets. We didn't really emphasize before that we were up three nights in a row. Very late. Up till. Like the last night we did it, which was on Thursday. Yeah. We stayed up till 2 a.m. But I'd argue that you stopped working at about 11.30. Because I was just... Oh, you were I'm, fucked, yeah. Oh, fucked. I you were so tired. Um, um, Yeah, your mum your mum smashed out. Again, shout out to Michelle. Your mum smashed out so whee! much of that of that um puppet making. She saved us. She's epic. So I should have brought the sewing machine back today. I didn't even think about it. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, anyway. Uh yeah, it was it was it was quite the journey to make puppets, you know. Oh, and and our drama teacher bought them off us. We didn't mention 60 that. Sixty bucks each. Sixty bucks each. Which is probably around how much it costs. Well, it cost us about fifty bucks each. Plus labor. Plus labor. It was ten bucks in labor for like a good fifteen hours of work, you know. But instead of Just angle yourself more to the camera so people can see you better. Um, but instead of, you know, paying our mummies back, we're probably just gonna keep the money. Yeah. Our mummies paid for Helping us make it. I know, because neither of us have jobs at the moment. Oh, Please employ us. Please employ us. Or, a sponsor, or sponsor us. You know, the putty's putty. The potty's good fun. Or give us money on Patreon. Or give us money on Patreon. Or a big kiss on the lips. Or a big kiss on the lips. If you if you want to do that, that would be very nice. That'd be, that would be great. Actually, I'm still that would waiting great. for that. Still waiting for Brexit? The, the sweet touch <laughs> of a sponsor. Sweet touch. The sweet touch of a sponsor. I, that's the only thing I crave anymore. Is <laughs> a sponsor. There's just no purpose in life unless there's a sponsor for the potty. Um, we're just waiting until we get those big names back on. You keep talking about these big names. I it's want the tease. big names on so I can get Guys, start guessing what the big names are. They live in Perth. That's all we can say. We should do another episode where we put out like the thing on the Instagram. We should. We, we haven't done that in ages. We should call Jack right now. No, he won't pick up. Yeah, he will. It's like 10 o'clock yeah, in the morning. But he's working. No, nah, he doesn't start working until like oh, 11.30. Okay. Give it a whirl. Give it we'll a whirl. Call Jack. Call Jack. Oh, my no, my phone's connected. Go on, love. Give him a call. Jack fact. Jack's fact. Go, Jack. Go, Jack. Come on, surely. Surely he answers. You have reached Jack Jack Slay. (laughs) 
Yeah, we, we take the piss out of his voicemail quite well. Jack didn't answer. Oh, well, sad face. Call Connor. Call Connor. Nah, we just, oh, just call Connor, I guess. He'll have a cheeky something. Yeah, Connor will have a cheeky fact. He's always got a cheeky fact. He's always got a bit of a cheeky little fact. Connor Doyle. Connor Doyle. Give us a fact. Give us a fact. You're back on the potty, Connor, because Jack didn't answer. Do you have have anything? Oh, I'm... I'm we're on the podcast, are we? Yeah, yeah, you're on the yeah potty of course. Again. Do you have any interesting, any any little oh, yeah. nuggets well, of knowledge? Well, I've got a nugget of knowledge for you. McNeil is right next to me. Sorry. Hello. 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 I just, hi, hi, Josh. I just really wanted to be on the podcast. Oh, so hey, hi, hey, Josh. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, we're good. We're good. How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to be on the podcast. Oh, I just wanted to say hi. Do you have an interesting fun fact for Come us? Come on, just a little, little nugget of knowledge. It can be about anything. Um, about anything. Um, uh, no. <laughs> well, like, about me? No, no, anything. No, anything, anything at it all. It can be anything in the world. I actually have a re- okay, I will have a really cool story. All right. Yeah, all right, I'll do it. Make it quick. I actually, I actually met Vladimir Putin. Are you taking the piss? Oh, no, I'm, no, I didn't meet him. He drove past me. It was really cool in Bali. In Bali? It's what? a really cool story. Why was Vladimir Putin in Bali? I feel like this is a joke. No, it's not a joke. I'm being dead serious. Do you remember that like, meeting when they had that UN meeting in, in like 2013? Bali. Yeah, Connor said I'm being serious. He's being serious, boys. Oh, really? Oh. Vladimir Putin drove past you. Yeah, it was really cool. He had, there was like, all these people with guns and stuff. And we were all sitting in this bus. Shit. It's so cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but did actually, you see him or did you just like know that he was in like a no, car? Well, well, what happened was like they didn't tell us what was going on, and all these men with like guns came out, and then there was like a um, all these black cars went past, and we were like really confused. And then after they told us, Hectic. it was quite scary, but it was cool. Fair enough. Um, that's on, on oh, a yeah. slightly more exciting note. You, you know, you remember Colin Barnett? You know who? The, Colin Barnett. He he was the premier before Mark McGowan. Oh, I don't really know politics, okay. if I'm honest. Anyway, he's the ex he was a premier for like a long time. It was like I think it was over ten years. Anyway, Daniel, I just saw Daniel just drove past him. The I other saw day. him the other day and he was just walking along his street with a with a glass, not even a wine glass of just white wine, just walking along the street, Colin Barnett. It was pretty funny. Oh. Yeah. Cool. I don't think that's Josh fun. cares. Josh doesn't care because he doesn't know who he is. I d I'm not very political, but yeah, that's cool. I'm not very political, but okay. one time um Vladimir Putin drove past you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good to hear. Everybody, right. Okay, I'm going to put Connor back on. All right. Bye. 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 Hey, boys, have hey. fun not working. Hey, boys, have fun not working for the Murdoch press. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we will. We will. Um, you, independ- you independent business uh, stragglers. We're never going to go anywhere but at this rate, but yeah, it's all right. You know, it's all right. Anyway, thanks. Thanks. I mean, it wasn't really anything your fact, for, Anything for media diverse, diversity, Connor? Of course, of course. Oh, anything, of course. Anything. Anyway, boys, you enjoy your day and enjoy yes. your podcast. You know what, Connor? Maybe I will. What? Maybe, maybe we will no, enjoy our day. No, not you, Seb. Not you, Seb. <laughs> just me. Shut up. Right, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Um, and on that note, I think we should just wrap it up here. You think so? I think so. Bud? Bud? Bro? Homie. Home slice. Home dog. Thanks, guys. King of the bros. Yep. J- uh, Jack. Jack. No, no, not Jack. Not no. Jack. All right. Bye-bye. That's it? Yeah. Just bye-bye. Yeah, well, you wanted to end it. What about I've been Dan? Oh. <laughs> I've been Dan. Oh, I've been Sid. J- 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 just talking. With Dan and Sid. Mondays at 7. Woo, see ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.